Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Coach Hitty from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode 15 of this podcast, I had a repeat guest, Coach Michelle from Resurrection Movement Studio, to talk about goal setting and New Year's resolution. I wanted to invite her on the podcast to talk about goal setting and New Year's resolution as we head into year 2020, the year of perfect vision. As we know, weight loss related goals and fitness related goals are very common when people are setting out New Year's resolution. We pulled from our own experiences and from our professional standpoint in setting short-term goals and long-term goals and the importance of that. And at the end, we talked about the deal we have going on here for the potential customers of Resurrection Movement Studios. Um, So you want to make sure you want to listen to the very end of the podcast to find out more information. And if you're looking for a home base to train, uh, to come join a workout or two, uh, make sure to check out our website, rmsdanvillepa.com, and listen to the very end of this podcast. Let's get started. Today we have a returning guest for the first time. Coach Michelle is back on with me, and uh, we're here today. We want to kind of talk about goal setting as we head into 2020, which, by the way, I have coined the term <laughs> last year. In 2018, when I knew that 2020 was coming, I said I said to Michelle and I said to some other people, I said, listen, next year the tagline is going to be, I have a perfect vision for 2020. So I'm going to claim that. I'm sure it's claimed by somebody else already. But for now, for myself, I'm going to claim that we have a perfect vision for 2020. So we, you guys, you know, we want our listeners to have a, a great goal and want to talk about how we can kind of achieve goals as we um, head into the new year. Now, it's very common for people to have fitness related, uh, weight related, you know, that kind of like healthier, quote unquote, healthier lifestyle related goals. So we want to kind of talk about the process of which we recommend um, as far as goal setting goes and how we as ourselves as professionals in this field try to go about achieving that. So hi, Coach Michelle. Hi, Hitty. How are you? Great. How are you? Good, good. So good to have you here back on the podcast again. Thank you. Um, so why don't you, why don't we start by talking about your experience in goal setting and how you've gone through the process of setting goals, achieving goals and all that stuff. Setting long-term goals, I think is the most, um, that's really the key to, being successful you can set short-term goals and I think I mentioned this in our first podcast too so let's say somebody has a big event coming up and they're looking to set a fitness goal of some sort that's great but then what happens after that so Mm -hmm. you need to think past that Mm -hmm. Uh, you know and and that's true for everything as you're going so if your goal is to let's just say deadlift 200 pounds what happens after that what are you going to work on after that. So you want to have those short-term goals, have long-term goals, uh, look into the future so that you can keep continuing your success. So almost like, so what I'm hearing you say is, you know, have a long range goal Mm -hmm. that you always keep in the back of your head Mm -hmm. while setting those short-term goals, which will be like the stepstones to be able to reach to that long-term goal. Absolutely. That is, I agree with that. I think that's very, very important. But to me personally, I think it starts even on the base. Like when fitness and health is so emotional, mm-hmm. a lot of people like have a hard time being mindful. This is something I learned yesterday, by the way, 
from my therapist. Um, she said, mindfulness is being able to separate thoughts from feelings. Let that sink in for a second. Mm-hmm. So the way she explained it to me is mindfulness is, let's say your thought is, I'm fat. Okay, that's a thought. Sure. But a lot of us, what we do is we attach emotions to that. I'm fat, I'm ugly, I don't feel great, my pants don't fit, I don't feel great about myself, I don't love myself. So then it's like it spirals down. Right. But being able to separate your thoughts from your feelings is so important. And kind of stop being mindful and being able to stop at that thought level and then switching to goal setting. Right. So to being able to say, I'm fat. Okay, what am I going to do to try to to get out of that? Mm-hmm. So let's say go in the opposite direction. So then I'm not getting fatter per se. And I'm just using this as an example because I think it's, it's, a, it's a topic that I think a lot of us can relate to, including ourselves. I think part of it is we struggle. We both have struggled and have struggled with body image issues. Sure. And the hardest part is being mindful of that thought process and being able to separate that thought that fleeting thought from emotions because we often cling on to emotions over thought. Mm-hmm. So that's to me is level one to be able to identify what the thought is. So what is your thought in this goal setting process? So what is the thought that you did the goal that you want to achieve? So in, in your case, the long term goal, overall goal. Right. There's also a lot to be said, too, for, you know, putting those thoughts into your mind, that's what your brain believes. So if you wake up every morning and tell yourself, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, that's what you're going to believe about yourself. Mm. So you have to find those really positive things. You know, I'm feeling good today. I'm going to achieve this today. Rather than focusing on that, that problem and letting that consume your brain, changing your thoughts to... To positive. Yeah, absolutely. So it's almost like, you know, it's it's okay to have a thought that like, I feel fat or I am fat. Like that's a thought. But being able to say, I feel fat, but I am in a better place mentally today than I was yesterday. Right. I am a step closer to my long-term goal than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's just like how you think is everything, right? right. So then it's, it's one of those things like that's where we want our clients to be and not get so hung up on one thing, but really be looking at the overall picture and where you're going. This is part of the reason why I hate the scale, right? Like oh, I always yeah. talk about this. I never, ever recommend scale for, for an average client, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be an athlete or clients that work through the gym, walking through our doors, like, I just don't like the scale or the BMI, those two things, like it's, it's commonly used in today's society and it's a good measuring tool, I guess, but there's a way better ways to measure yourself. And what I find, and the reason why I don't like it is it's, it's a defeating thing. Right. A lot of people see more defeat than wins when you're looking at those numbers. Right. And you're going to have natural fl- fluctuations on yeah. the scale. And and I always explain the number on the scale as it's just a gravitational relationship with you, the, your re- gravitational relationship with the earth. Nobody sees that number when you walk around. You know, nobody's going to be, nobody knows mm-hmm. unless you decide to share. Right. And so we get, we have the choice and ability to be able to give value to things that matters to us right. by you letting have this huge weight, quote unquote, let's <laughs> <laughs> right, huge, right. huge 
wait, you, you, if you place this much value on the numbers on the scale and you let that define you, then that, and then and that's, that's what you're, you're giving power to that. Right. And we don't need to be doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you, let's go back to what we're, I, I, I figured this podcast is going to kind of go all over the place because like it's, it's so close to our hearts right. and it's something sure. that we both struggle with in a sense. Struggle with and see every yes. day in our clients. Yes. And goal setting is so important. Um, but so being mindful of your goal, being able to separate your thoughts from your emotions and what we promote when we present it to our clients, it's not sexy. It's not like let's lose this much amount of pounds or we can guarantee this in 30 days. The reason why we don't do that is because we want to put emphasis on healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. And, and we want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself long term over just short term. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's why that's one of the reasons why we never run six week challenges or like let's lose quote unquote how many pounds or how let's see how many pounds you can lose in a certain amount. Because to a certain degree, it's not a controllable thing. You can try, you can, and, 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 and I think a lot of listeners have experienced this and I, us as well. You can try calorie counting, you can try macro counting and the math out there could tell you that you should be able to lose this much pounds. But the fact is there are certain things, those things don't take into account your sleep, mm -hmm. your stress level, um, your hormones. These are things that you might not be able to control and an, and an average person cannot control. Now, if you have the advanced technology to be able to manipulate that, that's great. But most people don't have access to that. Right. So there are uncontrollable factors that plays into the deal that an average calorie counting or macro counting doesn't allow you to get to the goal that uh, quote unquote program or study says and that's that's the reason behind why you sometimes feel like why am I not able to lose this pound when I'm following this programs that promises all these things because those are empty promises right. and, and, and from my perspective as, as a professional in this field I just I don't see that as a uh, feasible option or feasible goal and I that's why I don't agree with that kind of approach so instead, what we try to focus on is we try to focus on 1% better each day, whether that be uh, the way you move or in the progress that you're making in the gym of the amount of the weight that you're lifting. Or it could be just showing up to the gym on a consistent basis because some people do struggle with that or, or, or inheriting better eating habits. So when it comes when it comes to nutrition counseling, you know, I am, I'm a certified nutrition coach through Precision Nutrition. I know that a lot of people are surprised by what I have to say first. Right. I say I give the simplest guidance. I say with every meal, I want you to look at the plate. I want to make sure you have a protein component. You have some fresh veggies on the plate. And then there's a carbohydrate component. If you can check those three things to start that's a good start. But then they're surprised. They're like, well, that's not a meal plan. Or that's not, but, but if you think about it, most people do not have that. Most people cannot look at every meal and say, I have all those three components. True. And so that's where I want you to start because this, I want this to be a habitual thing. I want this to be an automatic process because as we adapt it into our life, it becomes a lifestyle. So that's, that's the goal. Right. 
Yeah, that's the thing about the six weeks challenges, the biggest loser programs. It happens so quickly that it's not healthy and it's not sustainable. And that's what you really want to look at. What's sustainable in my life? Mm-hmm. And all these diets out there, you know, like I have nothing against them. There's like paleo and um, there is, you know, like vegan or vegetarians, like whatever you believe in. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, intermittent fasting. That's another one. The only concern I have for those is it does it fit your lifestyle? Can you really see yourself being able to attain this diet or lifestyle in long term? Right. If the answer is yes, by all means, go for it. There's nothing wrong with them and there's nothing wrong with trying them. Mm-hmm. But if you know for from the very get go um, that like you get hungry, the first thing you get, you, you, you wake up in the morning and you really have a hard time functioning without f- eating something then maybe intermittent fasting is not for you. Right. Or you try it for a week and you realize like you're suppressing your your cravings so bad and you really are struggling. Maybe that's not that's not that that lifestyle is just not meant for you. You know, like all of us are individually different and there's I I am a true believer in there's no one simple answer to any every single problem. Right. There's there's none. There's it's just impossible. So one client's lifestyle may totally vary from another client that I have, and that's totally okay. Right. What works for one person doesn't work for another person. And one thing that I learned from you years ago is really everything in mod- moderation. You know, I'll, I'll see you eat your hot sausage sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. <laughs> but for the most part, your diet is very healthy. But when you, there's something that you want that maybe wouldn't fit into a regular diet plan, you enjoy it yeah. and then don't feel guilty about it. Just mm. make sure that you get back to your regular eating habits, regular healthy eating habits when, when you can. Mm-hmm. And I always hear you tell people that in the gym too. Don't beat yourself up for a big holiday meal and, you know, just, just have that consistent healthy eating. And then when there's things that you want to enjoy, enjoy them. Absolutely. I mean, like food is like a vital part of our life. Right. And there was a, uh, there was there was a song called I think Sunscreen, and I forget who it's by, but it's like I hear it over the summertime all the time. And one of the line goes, you know, you're not as fat as you thought you were when you were in your twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so true. Like you look back at your old photos, and I'm I'm getting to that stage <laughs> where it's like, I remember how I felt in the twenties. I was like, oh man, I want to lose weight. I want to look more cut. And I look back now, I'm like, I was in a pretty good shape. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things like when you're going through and you see yourself every day, you don't really realize what you look like, quote unquote. And although like that shouldn't really matter, like I know that like as humans, we care about that. Um, but our perception of who we are as we go through the day to day basis is, is, is slightly off. Mm-hmm. It's slightly off. And so that's why I think it's so important to be number one, to be mindful. Um, be able to separate. And this is something that I'm going to practice. It's one of my goals for the New Year's is to practice mindfulness, being able to separate thoughts from feelings or emotions that's attached to it. Because it, it could be a really, really bad cycle. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When I was <clears throat> ready to lose weight after having kids, the, the my biggest obstacle was changing my thoughts. My thoughts were so negative in my mind that it wasn't until I started thinking positively and really looking at you know where I wanted to start where I needed to start that everything started changing so it was really working on that mental aspect of it before I could start doing anything physical Mm -hmm. 
feeling good about myself, looking for things that would make me feel good, feel like I looked better, felt better, all of those things. But until I could change my thoughts, we don't even realize how nasty we are to our own selves in our brain. And there shouldn't be anybody that loves us more than we love ourselves. And once you do feel really good in your own skin, then you can start to share that with other people. Mm -hmm. And I also like, you know, when it comes to goal setting, as we approach the new year, when, you know, if you're, you know, thinking about fitness related or body image related goals, I want to kind of try to get away from the idea of I'm going to do this because I want to look like that. Right. Kind of idea, because it's not it's not a fair goal to set. Um, as we talked about before, as far as like you might not get the same result if you are seeking like I want to get healthier, kind of like just in general, that's the goal that you have. Number one thing I hope you find is a good group of people who keeps you accountable. Yes. I want you to love what you're doing. I think that's what I want future clients, potential clients to seek is is a good group and a community base where you fit in. Um, you know, it might be here with us, but it might be with some other facility and that's totally okay. And you might be one of those that are motivated by working out by yourself and being kept accountable at home by doing these, you know, DVD programs and stuff that's offered. That's awesome. I just hope that you find something that you absolutely love, that you look forward to do it. I see so many, like, I don't know why the stigma exists in the fitness realm of, like, you have to struggle and you have to not look forward to it to do, like, go through this process. Like, it's absolutely not true. Right. Do you know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, absolutely. Yes. It should be enjoyable. And you should, yeah, you should look forward to it and, and want to feel all of those uh, goals as you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. Anything that you're doing to achieve your goals is good. So if you have a day that's a little bit slower, I see that all the time here too. Somebody might come in, they might be tired, whatever, and they're feeling like they didn't do enough because they're not exhausted and wiped out. Everything that you do is a step toward where you want to be. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, and, and it helps to have like community of people and place that you love going to. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's always something that I try to promote in classes. You know, that's, that's a topic of a conversation. Coaches meeting is to be able to make sure you try to create an environment where people feel motivated and you're not just there delivering the program because anybody can deliver the program, but rather you're motivating them and you make them feel special. That's one of the things that like I really, you know, would like my staff to focus on is just like keep making every client feel special in some way at each session because that, those are the few reasons why the people would, would want to come back. Right. There's yeah. also a lot of comparisons. When people walk into a room, they look at, you know, this person maybe can run faster. This person mm -hmm. might be able to lift heavier. So if you're making everybody feel good at where they're at, mm -hmm. then they can keep, you know, maybe they won't ever lift as much as the person next to them, but they can feel really good about whatever it is that they're doing particularly or something that if somebody's coming back from an injury and they start to meet goals there uh, there's everybody's at their own place but as a society we tend to compare each other just like you said with yeah. looking this is what we want to look like this is also when we walk into the room we want to be like this person but you're not that person and you never will be so you have to be the best version of you yes Yes. And I hope that like these goals that people are setting for the new years, I mean, I think, you know, it's 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 never a wrong time to set goals. But it seems like traditionally new year, new you, that kind of idea with the 2020 perfect vision combined 
you know, that's going to be, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a wave of new goals that's going to be set. And we see fluctuation, you know, from the fitness side. There's a lot of people who comes out to try classes in January and, and some people do make it through and last long term. Um, but a lot of people are there for like, you know, I've, I've been to a commercial gym in January. It is super packed on the first week of January Always. by first week of first week of February. I'd say 80 percent of people are gone. Mm hmm. And to me, I want to see that number increase. Whoever sets goals to start the new year, I want those goals to be attainable. I don't want those goals to be achievable. Mm -hmm. And I want people to be able to get closer to the goals that they're setting. It starts with how you set the goal, what the goals are, and creating an environment where you can you are able to achieve those goals that you're setting for yourself. Right. Helping people to believe also that they can achieve the yes. goals. They might have told themselves for the last 10 years, oh, I can't for whatever reason. Maybe they hurt themselves at some point or maybe they're feeling they're too overweight to come to a, uh, a fitness class. That's so untrue. You can meet your goals. You just have to believe it. To that point, it's so funny, like, whenever I hear people say, like, oh, I'm coming back to your class, but I just need to lose a few more pounds. Yeah, all the time. And, 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 and right? <laughs> you want, I just want to grab those people. And if you're one of those listeners, if you're one of those people, I want to shake you right now and say, <laughs> just come join us. Yes. We will take care of you. We will make it work. We will make it comfortable for you. And, and then we're going to believe in you and you're going to be just fine. Yes. Everybody can do a class. Yes. We have all levels in every class. And that being said, even myself, I'm at all different levels. So if I'm taking a class, maybe someday I'm feeling really awesome. But another day I might come in and I might modify yeah. something sore. I'm tired. So I might switch things up myself or anybody. So, yeah, we have all levels and anybody can take a class. Anybody can can fit in you just yeah. have to believe that you can and one of the other things that i wanted to talk about is you know like as if you're new to this fitness journey or if you've never really experimented in like strength training area you know you if you are to rate your workouts on one to ten scale ten being the best and one being the worst most of our sessions even for us ranges between five and seven mm-hmm you know, if I was to give a grade on myself for today's workout, most of the time it falls in the rate of five, rating of five to seven. And that's normal. Mm -hmm. But I think everybody expects, most people, when they come to the gym, they expect their workouts to be 10 all the time. Right. And whatever that 10 might be for you. But that's not just realistic because, like, life throws a lot at you and sometimes you only have five percent to give mm -hmm. out of 100 percent of yourself because you're so tied up in everything right and you can't possibly get scored at 10 like a, a level of 10 of a workout session in when you only have five percent to give right plus and, you and don't always okay. want tens it doesn't give you anything to yeah. work toward right and then you, recovery is important mm -hmm. where people you know forget about recovery us included yes um, and so just know that if you're just starting on this journey, if you feel like, oh man, I tried a week of class and I feel like my workouts were between just five and seven, that's totally normal. And that's great. Yeah, that's you're great. Here. That's fine. You're great. You were here, you worked and, and you might not see a result in one week because that's also unrealistic. Just keep at it. If you enjoy it, keep at it. Right. And the longer you're here, too, you'll you'll see progress in areas that you didn't even know you were going to progress in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think, you know, in the fitness industry, it's we're in this phase of 
you want quick results. Right. You know, you want to you want to do something and you want something that produces super quick results. And if it doesn't produce it, it's time to move on to the next thing. Right. right? But that's I, I just want to encourage you guys, the listeners, to be able to have the patience to be able to stick with it and say, like, OK, like I'm going to just stick it for one month, two months, three months and see where I get at. Right. And and also at the same time, examine like what areas of life that we can improve mm-hmm. um, because I always look in terms of like I always want to be learning and I always want to be learning to enhance uh, the quality of life you know sure. whatever that means and then it, it might differ for one person to another but I want you to start to think in those terms and if that if fitness falls into that category of improving the quality of life which we find that I think uh, for a lot of people and a lot of clients that we have it does Mm -hmm. because it translates that positive energy radius to something else right in their life um then do it and I think you get you find a lot more about yourself than you expect to oh for sure Mm -hmm. also remembering that there's a balance uh you know so if you're say your goal is to lose weight you need to not just come to the gym. Remember to incorporate those healthy eating habits and adjust. As you start to come to more fitness classes, you might feel a little bit more hungry, but make sure that the choices you're making are healthy. Maybe eliminate some of those unhealthy habits that you have. So you need to look at the whole picture. It's not just just showing up to some fitness classes. It's not just counting calories or whatever you're doing for nutrition. Um, but it's it's looking at the whole picture and what works for you and what makes you feel good about you and what helps you to achieve that. And that's that's a continuous progress, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, we that still struggle with it. I mean, there's a few goals that I want to write down before mm-hmm. the beginning of the year that um, I want to try to achieve. And when you're setting goals, listeners, I want to and I'm sure you guys have heard this before. Make sure that it's it's an achievable goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't set the goal of like. I'm going to lose 10 pounds in one month right. because that's not something you can control. Something you can control is, as I see as like, I'm going to make it to the gym three times a week. Right. That's a doable goal. Yes. Because you can choose to be there. Mm-hmm. Trying to lose 10 pounds, like your body has to cooperate with that. Right. So you got to kind of want to make sure that like the goals that you're setting are reasonable and attainable. It's called the SMART goals. I learned this when I was working for a boarding school for overweight kids. Uh, it's specific, uh, measurable, attainable, timely. Uh, reason SMART. S-M-A- did I skip this? I, I skipped R. R, R. I think it was realistic. Yeah. So, so the SMART goals. Uh, to set those SMART goals in place. Uh, so then you can track it and you can measure it to see if you achieved it. Mm-hmm. So that way, um, you know, you're really inching closer to that long-term goal that you have. I'm going to tell a quick story about yeah. weight loss. And I think especially with women, it's a little, because we do, like you mentioned, a lot of times as women, and we all fall into this, but it's not just women, that we do have this, this is what I want to look like. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of myself in a yoga pose from several years ago, and I had this moment where I thought that's what I want to look like Mm. so I went back and I used to keep track of my weight regularly so I went back to when that picture was taken and I looked to see what my weight was that day thinking I was going to set a weight goal based on that one photo Mm. and what I found out was the weight that I was in that on that day in that photo that I was proud of was actually three pounds heavier than what I weighed that morning when I weighed myself 
So hmm. your body changes and your body is different. And it might have just been the angle of the photo or, you know, the, the yoga pose that I was in. But I looked at that and was going to use that number as a, as a guide for my goal when really I was already three pounds lighter than that. So that just, that really made me put that into perspective also that your body changes. So you can look very different at different weights also. So you have to keep that all in mind too. Once again, this number on the scale is your gravitational relationship to the earth. Yes. That is it. Yes. Nothing more, nothing less. That is it, period. We don't need to give any more value to it. And we don't need to really be measuring that every single day, at least in our professional opinion. Mm -hmm. Right. It's yeah. a guide. It's a good guide if you, you know, start to, you know, gain or lose too quickly. It's it's good to know that for right. that number. But for otherwise, sure. yeah, don't define yourself by that number. Yes, exactly. You are so much more than those three numbers. And to be able to put yourself in that little box and say, this is what matters to me, like, you're you're devaluing yourself. Right. That's what I want to tell my clients is you're devaluing yourself. That's not, that's not what, that's not how I want you to think. Mm -hmm. Now, I think this is a good time to talk about deal we have going on to kick off the, uh, the new year, the 2020 deal. Now, obviously we're kicking off the new year with a free week from January 2nd till the 8th for the non-members. So if you're somebody who's never been to the studio or never taken a class with us and have always been interested in it, that's the perfect week to do it from January 2nd till the 8th for non-members. Uh, all classes are free. And if you choose to sign up during that week, if you're now members or never been to the studio, never had a membership before, your January fee is only $20. So rest of the January, you pay $20 and you'll be able to take uh, sign up with whatever package that you see yourself signing up for in the future for only $20. Now, current members, I didn't forget about you either. We didn't forget about you. Uh, for you guys, if you bring a non-member who signs up during that free week, your January fee also becomes $20 only. Um, so if you're next time you're about to renew your membership, it's only going to be $20 for you guys. So definitely take advantage of this deal. That's quite a steal. We've never run a deal like this before. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to test it out and see how it's perceived and received. And uh, I hope that many people will take advantage of that. So that 2020 deal, $20 for non-members who signs up during free week. And if you're a member who brings that non-member, your next fee uh, and your next paying cycle will only be $20 as well. I can't wait. I always love free week. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Well, Coach Michelle, you've done this before. I want you to close out the, the podcast with words of encouragement. Let's aim this towards people that's, you know, trying to set goals for the New Year's, mm -hmm. whether it might be members or non-members, mm -hmm. as we head into 2020, the year of perfect vision. <laughs> all right. No pressure there. No, not at all. <laughs> Keep your goals simple. Keep them based on you. Believe in yourself all the way through. You can do it. You can do it. I said that before. I'll keep saying that. And as, as you progress with your goals, keep setting new goals so that you have something. There you go. There's your vision. Something to look forward to in the future. Nice. I like uh -huh. that. I like how you ended that. And that just that. happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Coach Michelle, for joining me again. Thanks and for having me. Yeah. And we're looking forward to seeing you in year 2020, the year of perfect 
vision. Thank you guys. Bye.